Hey, this is Dominic and Max with Threshold Radio, and I have before me Gonzo Sandoval, Drums of Thunder from Armored Saint. What's going on, man? Oh, man, we're just having a tremendous time here touring with Wasp. Um, we picked up Michael Schenker uh, for five dates in Texas. That was fun because Michael Schenker is a big hero of ours. And, um, you know, we're really ecstatic and, and, and happy that a lot of the people who haven't seen us, well, for it's actually quite unique. There's a, several generations, our fans from the 80s, and now their kids and younger fans and then people who have heard of us but had had actually not paid attention are now coming to the shows and it's just amazing the crowds are, are we're selling out you know we have like 36 dates on this tour and already 14 are sold out wow. and uh, you know we're, we're really really ecstatic and and you know playing try, trying to stay and play at the highest level of our career. Out of all the bands that Wasp picked, why'd they pick you guys? <laughs> you know, um, back in 83 or 82, when we were just forming as kids, you know, um, we would talk about, first of all, we would just be friends and loving um, rock and roll. We loved Queen. We loved Thin Lizzy. We loved UFO with Michael Schenker. We loved uh, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden. All these bands, um, as kids, were like, we want to form a band. We want to form a band when we get, you know, when we learn how to play, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. And uh, and we did. We learned a bit, uh, to play, and, and we got together um, and formed Armored Saint right around um, when we were about 18, 19 years old. And we actually got signed by Chrysalis Records within 50 shows wow. of, of putting the band together, which... We always thought was a quite a feat because we were the youngest band, mm -hmm. and and to answer the question, we opened up for Wasp at a Troubadour, world famous mm -hmm. to Troubadour in Hollywood, which became Armored Saints' uh, home. Uh, that's where we developed. That's where we grew, and and we we randomly I think um, opened up for Wasp. We knew the the booking agent there at the Troubadour and bugged them and said well i got a show coming up that that if you do well you know we'll do more well not only did we do well because a lot of our friends were our age and they we just packed them in our cars yeah. and brought them in it was a it was definitely a grassroots beginning for us and um and blackie and wasp with chris holmes at the time mm -hmm. um really dug that we drew so many people so from then um Another Wasp show came out, and they got us to open. And another Wasp show came, and, you know, so it became a thing. We enjoyed it. Blackie at the time, you know, would say things that would make us laugh, and, and you know, but now have stuck with us, like, uh, this isn't the music business. This is show business. Yeah. You know, he had a rack up there with a girl, and then he would... All the theatrics up. and everything. Yeah, theatrics, and then he'd chop her up or whatever, grind her down, and then actually throw meat at the audience. Mm -hmm. And we thought that was the funniest thing, but yet, like, uh, it, it took a lot of nerve. Like, you, when do you go to a show and have the artist throw meat at you? So, needless to say, as kids, we threw it back, and uh, we found that funny, and it stayed with us. So, later, um, you know, in time... Um, this opportunity came around 
40 years later and 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 we feel like we're bringing that 80s energy that we had as kids and Blackie had as uh, at that time and and sharing it with people who miss the era who love the 80s and just who who've heard stories and 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 you know have that feeling like wow I wish I could have lived through that well now we're bringing that energy back that um, between the audience and the bands and you know uh, and that's why I believe that Blackie and um, Armored Saint are doing doing this thing it was it's a good idea and, and it worked his 40th our 40th we used to do it in the 80s and now we're doing it 2022 that's so nice to hear um, so what do you think about like when you when you when you go back to the 80s um, like I grew I grew up here in Cleveland but then I lived in San Diego mm. during the 80s so mm -hmm. like 85 through 90 mm -hmm. so we used to go up to LA like every weekend mm -hmm. we'll go to Tijuana mm -hmm. and just have a blast but I got to see you know just how that how the grassroots was growing yeah. of the music and the metal and all that and it was just so cool to see all that happening at the time then to hear people talk about these days you know people who weren't even born then yeah. saying oh I, would, I wish I was living back then how does it make you feel to think back um, to know that you were part of that history well number one um, during those times it was super special I mean it, the, the streets were crowded and, and uh, in Hollywood walking and, and all the clubs were full and there were so many bands and I believe that in the 80s you just had a feeling like if you wanted to form a band in whatever creative uh, artistic um, delivery you wanted to give you could do it mm -hmm. you know there was rock bands hair bands you know it was before thrash um, and and it was just a lot of variety of bands a lot like a lot just a lot of but the but it, the strip was full it was an energy and at the time we re really didn't know well we're a part of this movement you know, we were just like, oh, we got an opportunity. We're young. We're playing the Troubadour. We got to play the Whiskey. Um, uh, Gazaris at the time before it turned into the Key Club. And, and, and you know, we just felt that, that um, we were growing in our, in our audience, but also playing Santa Monica Civic. And, you know, and, and just it, it was a movement now that we looked at it. But at the time we were in it and we were just feeling like, we're doing what we love and 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 we're making some steps you know to what we wanted to do was which is get signed and, and do records and and we we're blessed enough to get to do that at such a young age um, but let me tell you um, the experiences the parties the mentality um, the variety of music um, you know I mean in the beginnings there were so many so many like dreams mm -hmm. you know and the dreams were were like developing i remember one time um um i don't know which one it was but one of the guys in slayer came up to me before they formed slayer and they were doing their rehearsals or and we're and we're like hey man love armored saint and we're, we're forming a band called slayer and and we're gonna be big and stuff <laughs> like that you know and i'm like all right all right but see, then time it proved that they became huge, yeah. and and you know those dreams come true, and and in that time period the dreams were were being dreamt or were being made, and then in time dreams came true for a lot of people. 
some financially, some got big. You know, Armored Saint has struggled through through the years, and and we really haven't had that break to kick us into that that big stardom world. We've had friends. Uh, we played with a, a, a lot of people who've had that blessing. Uh, Metallica um, were friends of ours, and and we played together and grew together, and and then they took off, and you know, we had our our troubles and 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 you know with David Pritchard rest in peace he had leukemia at, at a young age and it kind of pretty much ended our band but you know thank God through Brian Slagle of Metal Blade and 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 our perseverance our drive and our ambition it took about three years to get over it but we realized we can't stop if we do stop it's gonna be such a letdown not for ourselves personally only, but for people who love the band and people, you know, just encouraged us and, and we made the right decisions to put the band back together. So although Rocky, our journey, you know, we're very ecstatic, very happy and very blessed to be able to, number one, have the energy, the will and the drive to, to do it again, to do it throughout the trials and tribulations, the ups and downs and whatever, we're on a nut. And so we're going to ride this thing out, see where it takes us, and we do it out of love of music, out of love of live performance, and out of love of the connection we have and, and um, have developed and are developing with our old fans, our new fans, and our future fans. It's, it's so great to hear. You know, you just you just think about um, the, your fans that have been with you guys to the beginning, yeah. and they just watch you guys just the evolution of the band. Mm -hmm. You know, after all your records you've done, the tours you've done, and just to say that yeah, I, I, that you guys are like my band. Mm -hmm. You know, like some people when they first caught on Metallica, when they start off they're like they're my band and mm -hmm. they, that kind of yeah. thing. So you guys are like in that same realm, which is pretty cool, and a lot of people around the world really believe in that. So it's it's got to be a great feeling to know that you have like hardcore fans have been there for you for decades yeah um i know in the beginning you know you you liked one or two bands mm -hmm. you were metal that was it or or you were you were something else but you really loved that band you know and you stuck with that band you try to learn everything about them exactly and and through time when we fir first of all we wanted to get to europe that was our dream we built our band uh, based on European influences, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and we're like, when we get signed, we're going to go to Europe. That was our plan. Mm -hmm. And we delivered that plan to management and to Chrysalis Records, who eventually signed us, mm -hmm. and, and they failed us because they would make excuses like, oh, it costs too much money, or... Um, you need to sell a certain amount of records in the States, so it's uh, financially, um, you know, um, a smart thing to do. But in the meantime, Metallica was going over, YNT was going over, Wasp was going over, and everyone was going over to Europe except Armored Saint. And we're like, what about us? What about us? It took like eight or nine years, and we finally made it to Europe. We played the Dynamo uh, Fest with uh, David Pritchard when he was alive, which I'm really blessed to know that we did that with him. And then he passed away shortly after that. But, um, you know, those those are what I'm talking about are the, are the decisions made by uh, out of our control um, that really kind of hindered our growth. 
Uh, but that's the past. We let that go. Um, there's a documentary movie coming out made by our friend Russell Sherrington who, out of Derby, England. He's a uh, film uh, uh, professor. But at 16, when we went to the Marquis in England our first time, uh, the new Marquis, not the old Marquis, uh, he was up front. And, and he had that, that passion, that drive to, to be a film professor and say, I want to make a movie about you about Armored Saint. I want to tell the story because let me tell you the story of Armored Saint is grand. I mean the fact that we're still here doing it in 2022 is a miracle and so many different things could have happened. I mean did happen. John Bush joined Anthrax for yeah. 12 years you know. Joey Vera, uh, Fate's Warning you know and, and we're doing other things. How it came back, why it came back I think is miraculous, but I am grateful that we're still doing it. Um, so, lots of good things. I think you guys came back because that's, you know, your roots. That's where you wanted to be at. That's yeah. my vibe off that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's in our, it's in our blood, and, and, mm -hmm. and we love it. We love it. We have passion for it. Um, again, as kids, we're very, very intelligently placing our, the ladder of growth and 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 in booking our shows and and you know deciding that we want to put on armor or armored saint you know and but, you know put you know down down the loincloth <laughs> well uh well yeah down, now we're just like sweating it out and you know and it's all about uh, the music and 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 our our chemistry mm -hmm. you know and let me tell you it's not easy to not play rock and roll for a long time and then come back and put it together and then go on a tour. That to me again is one of those things that is sent from above, um, chemistry, um, and 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 I, I tell the guys, you know, being in Armored Saints, it, it is like a sport. I mean, I do have to prep. I do have to prep. Well, you're a drummer, you have to. Yeah, you have you to. Fall it's apart. Like, yeah. It's like running, you know, or, or, or being in any sport. Your heart, your stamina, so that you can play and make it look second nature mm -hmm. like oh wow maybe i could do that you know and people get on the drums and mm -hmm. say go ahead you know try a your, minute try later they're like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know whoa you know so visually making it look like anyone can do it that's a gift when you were a kid and you were thinking about starting up a band what were some of the ideas that you had did you ever like draw like your um what your stage setup would look like or anything like that? Yeah, well, uh, let's see. I had architecture class like when I was young, and, and, and I started drawing guitars. I also play guitar. I, I, I sing. I do other things besides just drums. I'm a photographer, and, you know, just uh, I'm in the creative world. That's where, what I, where I live, and that's where my passion is and my heart. So whether I'm, you know, in Armored Saint as a drummer, or, or um, shooting other bands as a photographer, which I'm blessed, because when we're on the road, I bring my camera, and uh, you know, any opportunity is like, where's my photo pass? I'll be shooting you guys tonight. Oh, <laughs> great, great, great. And uh, make sure you get some of the drummers. Oh, that's, that's as, long as, as long as I can see your face through <laughs> the symbols. I know. <laughs> that's always the, 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 
the challenge, you know. So, but but I'm I'm this time I'm covering it because I got GoPro cameras, I got people coming in, and I say, you know, the only way I'm gonna get you that pass is if you get drummer shots. So, this time around, I think I'm gonna do good. But before, you know, the symbols are in the way, the guys are in the way, you can't see the drummer, the drummer's in the dark. I said, no more. As a photographer, I know you need light, mm -hmm. so I bring my own lights. I know people are going to be shooting. I want them to have good imagery. Do you do you dumb down your drums by lowering your cymbals? And no, stuff? no. My setup is my setup, and, and it's what I play. I can play it with my eyes closed because I know where everything is. So, um, yeah. You know, in video, sometimes we'll put, you know, some sort of padding underneath or something to, so they're not so loud. But, no, it's the real deal. Is there anything you guys are pulling out? from your um, catalog that people could expect to hear from that they nor don't not normally would hear? Well, number one is our, our newest record, Punching the Sky, um, produced by Joey Vera on Metal Blade Records, came out on October 23rd, 2020. Or, yeah, I think. And, and um, you know, so that's been years, and th during the pandemic, nothing was going on. So there was that decision made and and john says it live you know he says uh armerton wanted to put the record out in the pandemic knowing there may be some shortfalls as far as sales because there's no tour uh we managed to do one live stream on october 11th before it came out uh but that we joked around we said this is going to be the one gig tour one gig one tour and that's it it's over and we laughed about it but that that became a fact. <laughs> so now we're, we're out of that and we're touring. So the surprise is we're going to play some, some of the uh, Punching the Sky. We're going to play something from every record. Um, and we do uh, have a well of songs that we're prepped to play. So uh, it's not the same thing every day. So we've made occasional changes here and there. And, and again, that's not so easy because... You know, we're on tour and not in the rehearsal place, so it's live. Can we expect a drum solo out of you? <laughs> <clears throat> you know what? Um, this time around, we're uh, doing the support for Wasp. We got 50 minutes, and we want to play as many songs as possible. But in between the songs, where, where the endings are, or there's some way to uh, shoot some extra juice of drumming <laughs> in there, you better believe I'm on nice. it. Nice. But no drum solo this time around. But I am planning a whole thing called Gonzo Sandoval Drums of Thunder. I got my YouTube channel. Please look it up and subscribe. I'm looking into drum clinics um, and uh, looking into a drum endorsement between two companies and a lot of drumming and Gonzo Drums of Thunder uh, coming. So. I look forward to that. Um, you know, everyone's busy in, in their own different ways. And uh, when we get together as Armored Saint, we do it as a team. But there, there is time where, where I want to keep being busy. And so I've, I've developed this. Check it out. I'm going to have a new, uh, my own merch store and, you know, and just uh, build, build that up. Do you have your regular website? I, well, I have Facebook, I have gonzosandoval.com, and, um, and the YouTube, and Instagram, 
and uh, between all of that it's growing and and uh, again I have a lot of uh, great things coming I figured this I said with all this stuff going on in the world what about the kids what about when I was young and what about when I wanted to learn drums I knew where to go I knew that I could take a choir at school I could take uh, different classes at school and and then they pulled all of that the creative arts fell and so I am an ally of music now and I want to give it away I want kids that want to learn to play drums go to my YouTube channel you know learn the basics and and as they grow they too will have a drive to seek out how do I learn go to shows I learned on my own and I took some lessons but basically I'm self-taught and and I had that drive and I know that other kids out there that want to learn drums and percussion are out there so that's why I said I'm gonna give this away it's a different world people can YouTube it pick up that single stroke double stroke and and move forward and I'm gonna give it away and 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 help other kids also have a career possibly if they make the right choices and get busy what was the worst accident you ever had with your drumsticks accident yeah oh man well you know you break a lot of sticks so yeah you ever hurt anybody with them no I, I don't like to hurt anybody but um <laughs> let's see um i have smashed my hands there was this story one time uh, i think we were playing in at the iowa jam and our we had played the night before and in Chicago I think and so we got to the gig at 9 a.m. our showtime was 11:30 a.m. never happened I believe rock and roll is a nighttime thing it's not rock and roll breakfast time yeah <laughs> <laughs> but we did it and we're playing with uh, Aerosmith and Ted Nugent and Metallica and we were just feeling amazing and so I'm playing around and all of a sudden I see drops of blood on my drums so I'm like where's that blood coming from you know I can't stop and look so I'm playing I'm playing and then uh, there was a break I looked and BAM I had a rip right here so I had slammed my finger in the, the rim of the snare and, and, the, and so so then I'm like I you know what can I do I gotta keep going and so I kept going kept going and then all of a sudden right then I see a jug of what appeared to be lemonade or or beer or something coming right at me. So I moved out of the way, and blam! It's it's smashed on my my drum tech at the time was Zach Harmon who works with Metallica um, now for since you know the 80s. Um, but it splashed all over me. It was a I guess it was piss. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that's an interesting story. Don't throw things at the drummer. <laughs> But with sticks, I usually uh, break them and discard them, you know. Uh, I don't believe I've hurt anybody, and if I have, you know, sorry. But but I, I do throw some out. I know people love that, and, and I, I like to connect with people. So. What's the best concert you ever went to? Uh, or the most memorable one? Memorable concerts. Well, when we were young, um, Led Zeppelin was our thing. You know, in 1977, they played at the uh, fabulous Inglewood Forum for seven nights. And, uh, and we got tickets, and, and that was really memorable. John Bonham and, you know, Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, John Paul Jones, they were just 
they were our idols, you know, and to see them, that was really memorable. Since then, we've been to so many concerts. I mean, I could, I could give you, um, you know, just a, a, a number of concerts, but let me think. Um, I would say another memorable concert, Queen, Thin Lizzy at the Forum. Uh, we're, we're young. We asked our mom and dad, can we go? And, of course, they had to pay for it. Mm -hmm. And then, can you give us a ride? We don't have a way to get there. My mom and dad are so cool. God bless them. Uh, my dad passed away of cancer, you know, probably 18 years ago now. My mom's still alive, and, you know, I'm very close with her. And um, what they did is we had a van, and they said, we'll take you, we'll park in the parking lot, we'll sleep in the van, and when you guys are done, come back and we'll take you home. And I thought that was the nicest thing, and that's what they did. So then the, the uh, Queen and Thin Lizzy booked another night, and we're like, can we? And they said, all right. <laughs> and then another thing was Kiss and, and Cheap Trick at the Forum. And they're like, okay, we'll do it. But guess what? We're going to get tickets. We're not going to sleep in the van. That's what my mother did to me in 1979, <laughs> my first show. <laughs> and what happened is like we're thinking, oh, yeah, all right, cool. My parents are going to the show. We had our tickets in Loge and everything. They just bought their tickets. Then they had floor seats, like 10th row. And we're like, what about us? We want 10th row. No, they had the best time. And, 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 you know, I'm really, it's a great memory for me, for my mom and my dad. Rest in peace. I remember my mother took me to go see Kiss in 79. We won tickets on a radio station. So we got to meet Kiss the day. And then um, went wow. to the went there. We found out we had front row center stage seats. There. My mother dressed me up with these blue slacks, <laughs> a white dress shirt, had my hair part on the side with the Vitalis oil and her head all slicked back. I had people all next to me all getting high and everything mm. passing stuff to her. She's like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. And, you know, Gene Simmons goes up and he gets, spits the blood. He gets it all over her. And <laughs> she, after the show, she was, we had, like, I had Paul Stanley hand me the guitar when he broke it. Wow. And I got mobbed and it got taken out of my hands. But I had left with all these drumsticks and picks. That's and my awesome. mother said that she's seen the Beatles and she's seen Elvis. She said, but Kiss was the best concert she ever went to. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's an awesome memory. And, you know, God bless our parents, you know. They allowed me and my brother, who's Phil Sandoval, guitar player in Armored Saint, to, to grow, you know. Um, my mom is completely an artist. She, she, she sews, crochets, she paints. She's just a, an artist, amazing artist. And she actually has an Etsy store called Frida Carmen Designs on Etsy, if you want to check that out. She sells a lot of cool stuff, um, warm stuff, especially here in Cleveland. It's very cold. Yes, it is. <laughs> so anyway, she, she's creative. She, she would, uh, I remember one Halloween costume, my brother wanted to be Gene Simmons. So he was into Kiss Alive, and he gave her the picture, and she made the costume, <laughs> the, bat, the bat costume like that. To the T. That was the record that made me want to be a rock star. Yeah. Kiss Alive, yeah. Yeah, at that time, you know, um, we'd get together and and, and, uh, and as kids and say, ah, Queen's better. No, Kiss is better. No, but Queen's got better songs. Kiss has got the image. You know, and we'd be arguing, which one's better, you know? <laughs> but we love them both, you know? But uh, as kids go, you know, trying to sort it out and what Armored Saint's going to be. You know, 
Nobody want to dress up as their future Armored Saint guys? <laughs> well, the thing about that is because we loved Kiss so much, mm-hmm. because we loved the costume yeah. so much, because we loved that, that um, 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 artistry, that, that fashion side of rock and roll, um, Armored Saint said, what about us? What's our thing? Armor. Mm-hmm. So we started thinking, oh, well, let's build our own armor and wear that live and separate ourselves from everybody else, which it worked for a little while. And, and uh, then we realized it's, it gets wet and, and dry and sticky and, and beat up. And so it lasted for March of the Saint. And then after that, we let it go. Do you still have any of those costumes? As a matter of fact, I did find my, my, my March of the Saint uh, breastplate thing that my mom made us. Everybody else bought their stuff or we uh, went to Western costume where all the movies go to get wardrobe and all that and uh, we bought a bunch of stuff there but but I had my mom design mine and and uh, and and I, st- I found it so I'm gonna preserve it and put it in a in a class so break it off break it off for one show <laughs> <laughs> what we did one time I think it was at Metal Blade's uh, 35th anniversary show um, uh, John and, and Joey got wigs and we we all we all had the big hair thing again. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we like to have fun, man. It's it, it, it's all about having fun. And for us, um, playing well, performing well, playing tight. You know, that's that's what we seek. And yeah, yeah, there's mistakes. Yeah, there's this. Yeah, there's that. But at the end of the day, we look out in the crowd and we we hear the. Uh, their their response them singing along can you deliver march of the saint you know these songs came out in 84 and and they're singing it now you know we we re-released the first three chrysalis records on metal blade records just this year there was a time period where people couldn't get that record because chrysalis wasn't producing it anymore so we're blessed to have metal blade uh, re-released the three records March of the Saint um, Raising Fear and Delirious Snowman and they're selling we're selling them at the shows and we're wondering why are we, what what's going on <laughs> you know and and um, and punching the sky too and so that's our, such a great record our merch re- our merch girl is saying um, you know people are sell are buying the 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 CDs but um they're not just buying one, they're buying four, you know? And so people want the music, it's right in front of them. They just saw the band. And I believe that all that's translating into selling the records. Here's, here's another um, real old question. When you guys played your first gig that you got paid, how did it make you feel? Oh, well, um, okay. Rest in peace to Gina Zamparelli. She was a, a booking agent that, that began along in the 80s as well, but she booked us uh, in uh, Oddfellows Temple. We used to go see a band called Smile and a band called Snow. We used to go to the Starwood in Hollywood, sneak in. We thought we were all 13-year-old badass guys with our sport coat and put some eyeliner and try to fit in. But, uh, you know, it's... It, it, to get paid was, you know, was like actually not even a focus. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to play live, and that energy of, of doing what we love was great. And we got paid uh, through her 
maybe 125 bucks, which was pretty much nothing. But we felt like it was a million twenty-five. Oh yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all I was getting at. <laughs> yeah, it was like wow, we we got paid, we made money doing what we love. Mm-hmm. Maybe that we should kick that up. And how many shows were there before you didn't get paid? How many did we do without getting paid? Yeah. Oh well, starting off parties, yeah. backyard parties. Um, our first show ever was at a girls' Catholic high school, um, which was unique because. We had a different play, bass player at the time named Mike Williams before Joey joined us. And um, and his girlfriend was uh, like a director of, of you know, uh, things to bring in to entertain uh, the thing, kids in, in the auditoriums and stuff. Um, assemblies, yeah. And uh, and then he's like, my girl can get us into to play for these for the school. And uh, we're like, right, all right. So here we roll in with tight pants, long hair, and stuff like that. It's lunchtime, the bell rings, and we're on stage. And then like 300 girls uh, that go to there just crowd the stage and are screaming. And we're like, holy moly. It's like the Beatles, you know? And, it, and it, this is our first show. And, and yeah, it was, it was amazing and, and really great memories. Um, you know, but uh, what we what we focus now is is our show, Armored Saint show, power, energy, music, songs. John Bush sounds amazing. The guitar players, Phil Sandoval and Jeff Duncan, amazing harmonies, leads. Um, uh, Joey Vera keeping the low end with me, and it's just it's just it's amazing that we're doing this. And we have memories of doing this as kids and now as grown-ups and, and pumping it through. So we're going to go as, as far and as wide, as high as you know, God will allow us. What do you think about um, Phil and his guitar rebuilding process, how, how he's evolved? Uh, his rebuilding? What do you mean? When he's get, taking guitars and he's oh, yeah. redoing them? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, he got into it and he said, I really want to know about guitars. I, he got into studying them. He said, I want to make my own guitars, you know. And I think it's fantastic. I think he's very knowledgeable now. Uh, he can break one down, set it up, set up his own guitars. And, 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 and he loves that. So he, he's made a couple guitars. Um, and, and I just think it's fantastic. He's a, a tremendous guitar player. He's actually doing his own record, which I'm producing and engineering. Oh, nice. Yep. And that will be coming out hopefully next year. Um, and let me just tell you, we're working really uh, diligently in the songs. For me, as a producer and engineer, stepping back and, and, and looking at what music and records are, mm-hmm. The, the heart, the light, the foundation of anything that happens is the song. Whatever band you're in, whatever style, whatever genre you are, if you have that song that connects, then you got a chance. Oh, yeah. So that's what I, what I was bringing to him is like, let's do the song. Let's is it going to be instrumental? Uh, it's going to be instrumental, but let me tell you, we have right now two of the best singers uh, and we finished we have some songs in the can it gives me chills because I can't wait to, to um, you know unleash these songs on everyone 
and the singers are going to be like they're they are they're known and and people will be shocked as as to what the content and the and the song is all about it is rock and roll it is heavy metal it is bluesy it's a combination of, of styles that we are not limiting ourselves to there is an instrumental and there's going to be a couple of possible covers but the record's going to be amazing um phil sandoval um uh, his record uh, right now we're we're uh, warming up we've formed a little thing called phil sandoval's trilogy uh it's just a three-piece bass drums and and guitar phil is singing and uh we look forward to that it's going to be a whole another branch of uh, amazing uh love of music and and delivering it to people nice just a couple more things here i want to let you get going how can people get a hold of your music and follow you again Okay, so there's gonzosandoval.com, there's Armored Saint Facebook, Armored Saint Instagram, Gonzo Sandoval Instagram, Armored Phil Instagram, uh, Jeff's Planet Instagram, Joey Vera Instagram, and, um, you know, just write us, connect us. We, we're with Metal Blade Records. Um, you can get all our records through them. ArmoredSaint.com is alive. Um and that's our website and um, you know there's Google it's a whole different world so if anybody has any doubt just Google Armored Saint and it'll give you all the branches to to get our music uh, but mainly it's uh, Metal Blade Records we just re-released the first three Chrysalis records on Metal Blade Records it's a blessing and 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 we're selling a lot of them here on on the road and we're really appreciative and uh, you know I just say for our fans who've grown up and now have kids you know introduce them to to music and for sure Armored Saint bring them to the shows and let's get it on sounds good Phil can you um, Phil you talk about him and get, get him stuck in my no head problem, here no problem can you give me a quick um, a promo ID for our radio sure, show sure sure it's Maximum Threshold Radio Maximum Threshold yes just say the name your band you're with maximum listen to Maximum Threshold. Threshold and throw something crazy out at the end of it. it don't put no thought into it no way how you doing this is Gonzo Sandoval Drums of Thunder from Armored Saint and you're cranking tunes on Maximum Threshold Radio crank it <laughs>